I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Well, hello everyone out there in podcast land. This is Beyond the Mouse, the podcast about all things Disney for Community Voices on NPR Illinois and for the Front Row Network. I'm your host today, Vanessa Ferguson. I know. You may be wondering, who are you? You haven't been on this show in forever. I know, I agree. But that's because I have been busy, and I have been busy at the Disney 100, the exhibition. And I took a couple friends with me. Here joining me in the studio is B Bonner. Hello, hello, hello. And Mr. Brandon Explicitive Davis. Hello. I. Uh, <laughs> this is like... I think this this is like the twelfth Beyond the Mouse I've been on in twenty twenty three or something. Oh wow, like yeah, you've been on a lot. I've been on a lot. This I have year. not kept count. Yeah, you're good. All right, well, we took on the burden of having to go to see something Disney just for you all. Would Craig do it for you? No, he didn't. <laughs> would Brett do it for you? He would, but he didn't. It was me and these two here with me today. And so we're going to tell you about our experience so that you can make an informed decision before you decide to go to Disney 100, the exhibition, which I actually do recommend you go see. So where did we go? We went to the Chicago one. Uh, just a quick synopsis of our trip. Mm-hmm. We took uh, uh, Amtrak up. And then once we got down to Union Station in Chicago, we took a lift to the northern part of Chicago. I don't remember the name of the park area that we were in. And we saw the exhibition. It was kind of in a, kind of like a warehouse situation. And uh, it takes a, about an hour. We saw it. And then, of course, we lifted back downtown and got on the train back home. Now, that's how we did it. So I just want to give you a little bit of that information. Because traveling, especially uh, when, when we did it, which is at the end of 2023, was a little dicey. I imagine if you're going and listening to this you might go I don't know maybe at the end of this year maybe early 2024 but still I think keeping traffic in mind is a, is a good idea when you're traveling so why don't we jump into uh, what the ex- ex- exhibition kind of looks like when you walked into the building uh, let's let's start off from the parking lot actually <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's a it's a little uh, it was a little stressful there really isn't much of a parking lot it's kind of like Cars dropping. I mean, it was just so busy. It's like, get in, get out, get in, get out. Like, yeah. it's kind of like that. They do have a, a couple of staff people outside directing cars and, <laughs> and telling you to hurry and not fall. Well, they were so nice, though, because they were trying to, like, grab me by the hand and help me. I felt like a queen. Oh, that's funny, because they said, don't fall. We don't have insurance. Because <laughs> that's, that's what I got. But, uh, you know, they, it was nice that they did have staff out there. Now, when you walked in, there was a waiting area. There were there's plenty of staff there to tell you where to go, what to do. You, you it's funny they had essentially a fast pass line, which yes. is a VIP line, and then the regular line. They did have coat check. Uh, it was kind of nice too because when you first walk in, I expected to be able to see things at first, but the way that the exhibit is set up, you can't see anything nothing. from the waiting area. Nothing. And even they have a second floor in that building. I was trying to peek over, still can't see anything. Oh, so really? it's really like okay. a surprise. Were you able to see? I, I 
didn't go and look because okay. we had to go and I, I, you know, I had to go pee pee. <laughs> and then I had to run down the stairs to make it because they were calling us to go in for our time. And the, they, they have you wait in this kind of roped off area. You go through, you get your uh, ticket scanned on your phone mm-hmm. and then they take your group photo. So if you're wondering if there's a photo opportunity, yes, there's a... There's plenty. Yeah, there is, but mm-hmm. there's plenty throughout the exhibit, but there's also that first one and, and we didn't end up getting our group photo, no, but... I forgot about that, honestly. It's sitting... <laughs> The ticket's sitting in my bathroom right now. Oh, but, oh well. Oh, well. You guys be better than us. Yeah. But uh, then you're taken in and, and you're you're put in as a group, which I thought was very interesting. This isn't something that you just casually walk through. You go in as a group. It's timed. It has a clock. And then we get to see Becky Klein, yes. who I know, <laughs> hair flip. And then uh, she's on screen, and then they take you into the room where you get to see uh, another video of Walt talking to you, and there's Mickey Mouse. And and that is really well done. Uh, from there, you get ushered through again as a group, and that's really where the exhibit starts, yeah. where you can walk through at your leisure and look at all the artifacts, which we will get into in a moment. But I want to ask you guys, what did you think about the getting into that space? Those first couple of spaces, what were your first impressions? Brandon, we'll go to you first. I thought the first couple of, sec- of um, sections were pretty magical. I mean, yeah. it was there was a lot of anticipation when you walked into that front room with the timer and you had Becky Klein talking to us. And then what was it be? You said you thought Mickey was going to pop <laughs> out of the, the curtains. I thought the costume character Mickey was going to come out. <laughs> yeah, because they have they curtains. Have curtains. curtains. And, and yeah. they won't let you see what's behind it until a, a no. gentleman or, or <laughs> you know, host says, this way, please. Mm-hmm. But then they let you into that first room, and it's a very impressive looking. I mean, full of stars mm-hmm. and projections, projections along the walls. All over the walls. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's really cool, and it kind of gives you just a glimpse of what you will be seeing once you enter the exhibition proper. Uh, but no, it was cool because I mean, you know, there were no similar projections anywhere. Right. Everywhere you looked, it was something different. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I was not expecting to have Walt come and talk to us. Yeah. Walt, that's yeah, yeah. That that's when I started crying. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to offer you a tissue, and you would not have I was it. Like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> I want to be with my feelings. <laughs> B, what did you think of that? first room or first couple of rooms oh similar to brandon it was really magical and one thing i will say about this exhibit too it was very accessible i think to other people so if you're in a wheelchair or you're worried about that i thought it was easy to kind of you know be ushered from room to room which made that nice because everybody deserves to take part in the magic well and along those lines i I will say there was a slight bottleneck when you get into the exhibit but what brandon mentioned of the projection being all different it really works well for small children yes and because if you can't get up front to see the screen and not like the room was packed it was not no. like a bus after park no. closing yeah it was spacious enough that you could all spread out but it maybe if you are on the shorter side and couldn't see something that's okay there was always something to look at whatever your vantage point was yeah and you know what it felt uh, speaking of kids it feels like walt is right there talking to you because the way they do the projections in that uh second room is kind of like right in your face and Mm. i felt like i was like oh my gosh he's here with us oh my goodness (laughs) yeah so that was really cool to me but yeah i and and again going back to the point of you're not really knowing what to expect before you get into those rooms because again you can't the way they did that i think those vantage 
touch point things is what uh, Disney is really famous for, really uh, drawing your attention mm-hmm. to certain things and making sure you can't see stuff before they want you to see it. So yeah. that is a kudos to Disney. It's a kudos, but the reason why I wanted to do an episode on this is because I would have done things a little bit differently oh. had I known some of the information we're sharing today. Okay. For example, once you were let through the final curtain and you right. were able to get into the exhibit, I felt this pressure to take a picture of, well, first of all, I wanted to read everything. Well, you really couldn't, though. But you couldn't because there were too many people crowding around, especially those first few items. Mm-hmm. And, and and I thought because they had told us, uh, so just so you know, when you, when you go to see the ex- exhibit, you have to book your time and your ticket, which I think some people, Brandon said that some lady was unhappy about and got turned away. Uh-oh. So you have to plan. So in my mind, we only had an hour to go through everything. And I'm like, oh, no, I only have an hour. I got to take a picture of everything. And so I try to strategize of I'll take a picture of the plaques. I'll see all the uh, the items, the artifacts. I will skip all the interactive items because I just don't have time and all the kids are wanting to do that. I might have done that a little differently had mm-hmm. I known that you can you can take your time. Take your time. And you can go back and forth, too. That's yes. something I did. I would recommend, because the way the rooms are set up, you can keep going back and forth. So, for example, everybody was crowded trying to see, like, the history of Disney movies and the progression. And so I went to the next room and then came back once everybody cleared out, yeah. which was very helpful. I would almost suggest if you go in, just make a beeline to the back mm-hmm. and work your way backwards. Because the, nothing is really in a linear fashion, no. which Becky Klein described to us when she was on the show but I was just so worried that we were because they had taken us as a group in the first two rooms I thought oh we're going as a group through this no you can go to the back take your time read what you mm-hmm. want to read interact with what you want to do and and then maybe wake your make your way back to the front and, and they're not going to kick you out after an hour I the coat check guy said oh yeah most people take an hour and a half and I was like what what, <laughs> what do you mean they take an hour and a half well, well Brandon I noticed when we were in the you know first part when they're really talking about Walden and everything you were able to kind of jump from side to side to see the different things because there were things on both sides so yeah yeah. I thought that was pretty smart for you to do I kind of followed your lead after that so let's talk maybe about that. Uh, I've got an idea here, and you'll have to go with me. I think I'm going to go through my photos, and we'll go through each section oh, of our smart. favorite parts of each section. Okay. I don't want to give too much away, but what are just maybe like a highlight that you like? So the first section was kind of like the history of the company of Walt's. We see a iWorks photo. We see Walt Disney's photo. My favorite part of the first section was getting to see some of those uh, sketches that are of mm-hmm. Steamboat Willie and I didn't read it. let me check this let's see it doesn't say who did the animation on the ones I'm looking at I don't know if it was up or if it was Disney but still just seeing those original pictures yeah. drawn out was, was really incredible what was one of your highlights and, it can, and we can have the same highlight guys by the way you don't <laughs> have to be all be different but be what was one of your favorite parts of that first section well honestly and uh, to be honest I still don't think I know a lot about why so I really enjoy reading about his childhood and early years and they have a lot of family photos I love looking at family photos so for me I didn't really get to sit and look because again that first area in the exhibit it's kind of like a small hallway you got to keep going but you know I was able to take some pictures of some of the pictures of his family he was a cute baby him and his family yeah real cute cute. babies yeah Mm -hmm. yeah what about you Brandon I enjoyed and and yeah, I wish they could make that first because I feel like that first section is so pivotal because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, this is how everything got started. But it feels like the one that 
you kind of have to gloss over because there's such a bottleneck in there. Yeah. But I did enjoy seeing some of the sketches from the, you know, early Silly Symphonies. Yes. The, dance, oh, yeah. the, the dancing skeletons, the yes. flowers and trees. Yeah. And and that was really cool. And and a note, you know, on all the little plaques next to everything, if it doesn't say reproduction on the side, that is the original item yes. you were looking oh, at. Oh, I'm glad you said yes, that. Yes, yes. That's a good note. See, I never stopped to check because I was in such a panic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine me being in a panic? <laughs> because I'm, I'm just looking at the photos I took, and the one of flowers and trees is a reproduction, but the one of the dancing skeletons oh. is the original. The original. Wow, oh. wow. So the next section is, uh, what, and it's kind of cool, when they divide the sections, they have kind of an animated video mm-hmm. poster kind of explaining mm-hmm. the section. And the next section was, where do the stories come from? Mm. And this was probably what you've seen a lot of if you've been looking at pictures online or mm. on TikTok. This might even have been my favorite section just because it was so classic. I would agree. But Brandon, what was your favorite artifact from that section? I took a lot of pictures in this section. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. I know. I don't, you know, what I think is the most impressive to me because they were original were the Snow White and Sleeping Beauty storybooks. Yes. yes. The fact that they're in such good condition. Yeah. Is pretty remarkable. I to can me. see why Becky Klein likes that. Sleeping Beauty book. Yeah, it's it is gorgeous. It, gorgeous. It is impressive when you mm-hmm. see it up close. The detail. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for, for something that was only, you know, that you only see for what, 10 seconds at the beginning of Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. B, what about you? Any other favorites from that section? I would agree. But also, there was Lumiere and um, Cogsworth. They had the actual um, clock and what is it? The lights. What is the it? The candles. candelabra. There we go. I'm like, I can't think of words. I thought that was so cool because if you look at them closely, you can see the faces, like their actual faces, and it almost looked like they were alive <laughs> sitting in the case. Right, which is which is funny because when you're watching that movie, I think it's assumed that they are animated and that there's not any realism to it. But when you see it up close, you're like, oh, this they does have look faces. Really real. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I also really enjoyed the carousel horse that julie andrews used in mary poppins mm-hmm. that was incredible to yes. see uh of course we had the the actual uh feed the birds Snow globe blow. that becky that klein really mentioned cool. she said that was her favorite and just something else that i really liked was that some of the the artwork that you can see sometimes when you look at disney artwork to me it's like too disney-fied but they had this um the the I don't know what it was. It was like a painting of the gloomy like London scene. Peter Ellen Shaw. Yeah. 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 Uh from Mary Poppins. And I I, I grabbed you, B, and I was you like, B, come here, come here. This is the kind of Disney artwork I want in my home where it's more subtle, but yes. you know it mm-hmm. is a reference to a Disney film. I so would agree. That section mm-hmm. was Really, really cool to see, mm-hmm. especially if you're a longtime Disney fan. Now, the next section, I don't know if I took a photo of the screen. Let me see. Yes, it's uh, the illusion of life. Mm. Brandon, we'll go to you again. Any favorites from this section? It's it's kind of was a section of how they create these characters and how they can bring it to a film. I, well, I loved looking in the glass case with all of the different animation models. Yeah, that's my favorite, yes. too. Um, just to see, you know, the 3D images of how they put them on screen. And there's, you know, a, a lot of great characters, but I loved, where was it? Oh, I've got, a, yeah, seeing the model for Elliot from Pete's Dragon. 
yeah. was cool seeing yeah. there. But I mean, there's there's almost something in that case representing every different era of Disney. Yeah. Be any other stand? I mean, that's really it for me too. Was seeing all the models. It was just incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I like looking at the Pocahontas model. I'm like, you can really see the movement in her hair, which is incredible to do for something that's not, you know, not living and breathing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Cruella's dress, dress. from the most recent. Mm-hmm. Even though Cruella I'm like, y'all story. needed to steam this a little bit for a guy in the case, but I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's still incredible though. I also liked um, seeing some of the props from the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. They had props from the live action movie, but also the live action musical. They had um, Ariel's outfit. So mm-hmm, I thought, yeah. I love props and costumes. So me looking at that, I was like, oh, my gosh, these people actually, like, used. And they would have a note, like Brandon said. If they used it in the film or the movie, they had that note. So they had the props that Hallie actually used in the live yeah. Little Mermaid, which was cool. And I think, and I could be wrong, but it seems like that room transitioned into an, an adventure-themed yeah. room. Mm-hmm. So we had... Uh, pirates and the Nautilus and Moana. The Nautilus was your favorite? Oh, yeah. Getting to see that model that Harper Goff did for 20,000 Leagues right there in front of me. I mean, I know most people's favorites from that section will either be probably the Star Wars or Marvel stuff, but seeing the Nautilus was amazing. My, I'm kicking myself, and I remember thinking this in the moment, was I took a, I stood really far back to take a photo of the Nautilus, Mm. and it doesn't give you any indication of the size, because I didn't have anybody standing next to it. That Mm. model was huge. It was. It took up like half the wall. So uh, my favorite, though, in that room, uh, I'm going to contradict what you think, Brandon. It's not the Star Wars. (laughs) It's the Mark Davis Jungle Cruise. I think it's Mark Davis Jungle Uh Cruise uh, artwork that he did. It was a reproduction of the original, but Uh still the concept art. I love seeing it. And and I just feel like if, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself, but if you can make a reproduction for this exhibit, why couldn't you make it into a poster that I can buy? I know. They are so cool, though, to see his designs. Uh, It looks really great. B, was was your favorite a Marvel? Um, actually was not. I mean, I did like seeing the Marvel stuff, but I felt like I was getting really distracted by Captain Barbosa's costume in this area that I thought was cool. Uh the Star Wars stuff was cool too. I love that looking was at cool. I love looking at BB eight. Yes. Like he I don't know. I get so much joy from BB-8 a, in the movies. There was a Stormtrooper costume. But you yeah. know what? The Stormtroopers, though, I feel like since one of my favorite rides in Disney is Rise of the Resistance, so when I'm there, I'm staring at the Stormtroopers a lot. So mm. for me, I was like, okay, I get to see you up close, but I also see you every time I go. So yeah, I would agree with you that most people will probably think Marvel and Star Wars would be the best part of that section. But again, I got stuck with the other costumes in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from there, we go into a kind of the music-themed uh, area. Mm-hmm. And this this was hard to enjoy because it is music. Uh, they did have some great 
uh, animations. Like they mm-hmm. had the the three little pigs animations. I really enjoyed that. And just that. just as a note, they do also have some interactive uh, ways you can listen to the music and things in this exhibit. But if you're like me and you're a germaphobe, you will not want mm-hmm. to touch the headphones and things in there. But I thought it was cool how they did have that set up to where um, each wall had like a different headphone and you could listen mm-hmm. to different things. I did not take part, but it was fun watching I the people take either. part. I know. I, 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 I enjoyed walking in and seeing the sheet music all under the yes, red light. Yes. I like that too. That was cool. But but then, you know, the other th- there's a huge wall of album covers of all the different yes. Disney soundtracks mm-hmm. that are really cool. And I tried, I mean, I didn't take too many pictures in that section, but I, I did take either. the picture of um, one of the original guitars from the Mickey Mouse yes, Club. Yes, that I was cool it. to see. I took a picture of the album wall, but I also liked some mm-hmm. of the costumes for Broadway. Again, costumes that yeah. were displayed there from the Lion King. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was an amazing display. Yeah, absolutely. So then we go into nature in animation. And these were really cool. Again, if you like the artwork and where it's not too in your face, too, these were really cool to see some of the designs for Mm -hmm. the different parks, the different movies. You saw some really great images from Pocahontas that I really enjoy. I'm like, I could take it off the wall and put it in my home. I didn't because that that would be bad. I'd be leaving in cuffs. But um, <laughs> but that was an interesting spot. It was a really quick kind of mm-hmm. a walkthrough. Did you guys have any highlights or? I mean, you got to see a real life Oscar in there. You got to see one of uh, one of the many Oscars Disney won for his nature oh, documentaries right. that he did. That mm-hmm. was cool. But yeah. yeah. I was looking at it thinking, I wonder how heavy that is. <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't look Brett, Brett's too heavy. Brett's not a real one. Yeah, oh. that's right. He did say it was heavy. Mm-hmm. Then we go into inno- interventions is what they call it. And uh, we get to see like the multi-plane camera, mm-hmm. which I really thought was cool. I thought it'd be bigger, but that was neat. Uh, other favorites from that section, B, do you remember? Was this the room with the animatronic? Yes. Okay, so what I really liked about this is, and I think this is in... Uh, a video maybe behind the attractions on Disney Plus, but you actually get to interact and show how like the animatronic hands work. But I did really like the part where it showed Rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy, and you could stand in front of the screen, mm-hmm. and uh, Rocket took on your facial expressions and yes, things. That it, was so fun. It was called Real Time Rocket. There we go. I have the plaque in front of me. Mm-hmm. It says motion capture technique uh, tracks the movement, so it was tracking the movements of your face. And yeah, it's I tested. It. Did it you? Was, yeah, it was really cool. I, I loved it. I got to see a dad. Uh, he got he scared his daughter um, <laughs> when oh, he did of this, course. but I thought it was hilarious. You know those funny dads. So yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Brandon, anything from that section? I enjoyed you got to see a couple animatronic demonstrations mm-hmm. of um, like how Abraham Lincoln works and yes. the Hall of Presidents. That was cool. Yeah. And then from there, they kind of took us into the parks yeah. with some ride vehicles. We all got to sit in a teacup. That I cannot get on fun. that ride. On that. No, nope. that's the only nope. time I'll get a picture in that teacup. Was Bom- right there. Bomatrocious is yep. what I call you had, it. You had an original vehicle from Peter Pan's flight, which was oh, cool. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was sad there wasn't a Haunted Mansion Doom buggy. <laughs> I know. Craig. That, that, would, that would traumatize you. He'd be so sad. I had a good time in those. <laughs> Craig was the one who didn't. That's right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and they also had a castle with yes. some fireworks. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was really neat to that was where they started to wrap up the exhibit. I think there was a small world animatronic in there as well. I, yeah. I saw it move. Mm-hmm. I don't. Did we? Did, 
I don't know. It didn't actually move. I'm just <laughs> no. I'm just trying to freak people out. Well, we saw the Matterhorn, uh, Matterhorn. ride the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So then I don't really remember what this last section was called, but it had some cool things in it. It had the... It was for mainly for like Disney live action Okay. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Live action. So they had the Hocus Pocus yep. book. Had, I stayed away from that. They had Davy Crockett's coonskin hat. Mm-hmm. They had the, um, the enchanted ring from the Shaggy Dog. Um, some of the tools that were used on home improvement. So like Disney mm-hmm. live action TV shows and movies. So, yeah. so that was cool. And then they wrap it up with Walt and Mickey, a statue and some very slimming mirrors. <laughs> I, I don't know if that was me or the mirror, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think that was a great way to end it. Of course, there's a lot that we're not telling mm-hmm. you about. We don't want to tell you about every single item, but those were just some of our favorites. Uh, final thoughts when you walked through the last part of the exhibit. I felt like I had a good time. I just wish I, in that first room, first area, had more time to really read things. And I mm-hmm. struggle with that in a lot of places because you don't want to stand in anybody's way. You don't want to hog up, you know, being in front of something. But it's so nice to really get to take it in. And I wish yeah. I would have got to take it in a little bit more. But I think for Disney lovers and Disney uh, historians, this would be such a fun thing uh, to go to. There's some interactive things in there. And I love listening to the music soundtrack that was playing as we were oh, going yeah, through. Oh, yeah, the soundtrack I really nice. I really enjoyed the music. It's mm-hmm. instrumental, but it just puts you right in the spirit and mood. So it does. I had a good time. I just need to go look through my pictures and read everything. Yeah, I, and I think, too, they do a great job of bringing those elements of going to a museum that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. The low lighting, the lighting focused on what they want you to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, the the low, honestly, they, in some ways, they brought the ceilings down by, like, yeah. hanging things. Mm-hmm. And then the music and, and all that. So I, I thought it it was a, a nice exhibit. I really liked seeing, being able to take a picture with the Walt and Mickey statue at the end. But Brandon, what were you thinking as you were walking through those last two rooms? Well, no, I was saying I appreciated that, you know, the bottleneck at the beginning of the exhibit, you didn't feel at the end of the no. exhibit because no. more people are taking their time. So really, you have time to really enjoy yourself in that last room and yeah. take pictures mm-hmm. and all of that. And then um, it, it was a nice, you know, a nice sort of heartwarming feel like you get at the mm-hmm. beginning with the way that they light everything. But no, I thought it was, I thought it was nice. Yeah. I, um, but, but yeah, it's a very well constructed exhibit. And, you know, I was, I think, and I think we all, we had all talked about it. Like uh, just in my mind, I thought maybe there would be one or two more rooms or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah so something. let's, let's pivot then and go into oh. our super critical meanies that we are. We're just kidding. Disney. If you're listening, we're, <laughs> We don't really have a ton of negative things to say, but just some feedback uh, for those who may be wondering what could be better. Uh, who would like to go first? Pick me, pick me. Okay, B. Bonner, Yay! you get to have the wrath of Disney. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to say one, well, maybe one or two things at first. My first thing was the location of the exhibit. As somebody that is from Chicago, I know there are a lot of venues that would probably have loved to host Disney. To me, the location of this it's out the way for a lot of people you know it's not really close by to a lot of things for a lot of folk the parking lot was small um, and it's really close to the highway which is good so you don't miss it but it creates for a lot of traffic you can't really walk
walk to get anywhere. So it can be kind of overwhelming and confusing. I, if this was me, and you know, the other venues may have had other things going on, but the McCormick Place would have been a good idea, or maybe even one of the art museums in downtown or around town. To mm-hmm. me, um, the location just didn't feel right. I don't know if you all felt that or would agree or disagree. Yeah, I'll I'll come on that pretty strongly with this statement. I felt as though for the effort that you're making to get to it, mm-hmm. this was not the right location. No. And I'm not behind the scenes. Maybe there were issues with timing or cost or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And that I totally understand. But because you have to, and and again, not everybody is traveling as far as we were. We took a train in. But even if you are in Chicago, it is such a a hassle. It's a hassle, yeah. Yes, to get out to this location. And that's it. That's all there is, Mm -hmm. this one-hour experience. And for me, it's not quite enough of effort for one hour what you're getting i would suggest that if if you're in the midwest and you're thinking about going to see this i would highly recommend that you go to kansas city instead because Mm -hmm. their location is gorgeous and i'm sure the philadelphia i'm pretty sure it was in philadelphia Mm -hmm. that that location looked gorgeous and and there are other things to do other than just the exhibit you can make a day out of your trip Mm -hmm. you cannot make a day out of this it was pretty much for us get to Chicago Uh, now it was raining so maybe we could have walked around a little bit had it not been raining Uh but this was really all we could do by the time we got there and then trying to get back and it was funny because on their website too it said you know oh if you're hungry there's plenty of locations nearby Mm -hmm. that you can eat I'm like where it's not walkable it's not not easy to get to those places no it's not even drivable really Mm because of all the congestion and and the traffic so I would just recommend that if there's anyone in our area I would suggest going to Kansas the city and said just make a day out of it go to marceline i was just about to say that you know make a whole day out of it yeah i think that would have been the better location and i really like the exhibit and i think maybe if it had been in a different location i wouldn't say this but for that location i expected a lot more artifacts i expected like brandon said one or two more rooms Mm -hmm. it was a little short and yeah, I could have taken my time going through and it would have took me a little longer. But, but still. still, there wasn't quite enough. And also, I didn't care for, and maybe they have their reasons, so maybe the alternative is worse. But I didn't care for us all going in at once. Mm. Um, or at least just say, hey, feel free to go ahead and go to the back and walk through. Because a lot of the interactive things couldn't do because all the kids were taking part in it. Now, maybe I shouldn't be touching them anyway. It's, it's, it's winter time. We don't <laughs> no, need to be spreading. Right, I ain't touching none right. of that stuff. Right. Maybe we don't need to be spreading germs. But there were a lot of cool things that I didn't even try to see because uh, kids were, you know, taking you doing them. And that's fine. I, I have no problem with kids getting first dibs on it. You know, they need mm-hmm. to have stuff to do, too. But um, that just some of the logistics of it mm-hmm. didn't quite work for me. But, Brandon, what are your negatives? I mean, I think you all, I think the location was the worst part of it because it was just, now, keep in mind, we went 
on a weekend in December right before Christmas. So that's so. <laughs> Who so, thought of that? So what a dumb were, idea. Who, so if you, so, was it? It was me. So if you oh. were to, so if you were to go in January or February, maybe it won't be as busy or congested. Right. Uh, get or, in there. Must they'll be or on, ugly or on a weekday. Well, a staff person said it's better to come on a weekday mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. then you can really take your time. Yeah. So I thought, well, darn, I wish I would have suggested that instead mm. but could have ditched work i could have <laughs> but you know you're right and part of that's my fault and in, in my mind i was expect i was wanting to live out the plot of while you were sleeping <laughs> and go into chicago during the christmas time and mm-hmm. i had this image of us seeing the christmas tree and going to the thing Y'all, and, and the reality was by the end of the night we were soaking wet in the rain like little dogs looking so sad walking back to and I, was, I was nauseous because i got in car sick and i didn't B, like the tree and uh, b and i did get some garrets we that did was that was the highlight that was the highlight and then i look back on it like girl you're coming here next week to go see your family and you live by garrets why did you buy this oh. so because when you need garrets in the pouring rain you need garrets in the pouring rain there you go yeah and chicago has a lot to offer so this is not a criticism of chicago it's it's a beautiful place to visit but yeah those those were i would say some of my critiques yeah. well the other thing too for me was the gift shop i was just a little sad y'all because all the posters that were advertised were not available yeah they, mm-hmm. they even said oh yeah we never got those shipments and we don't even have those products disney i love y'all wow. but please if you if y'all decide to release those other posters call me please well and then they were the the merch was merch specific for, for the, the exhibition mm-hmm. it like i said you couldn't get those cool reproduction posters of like the alice comedies or the uh mark davis rendering you're the mary blairs Mm -hmm. or none of that you couldn't and oh god we would eat that up Mm -hmm. like candy you know we would love to buy and spend our money on that but i did think the merch was a little lacking Mm -hmm. but hey Mm -hmm. you know you do what you do you do what you can it was nice to have disney nearby Mm -hmm. for for a day and i will say i think they did a good job of having enough for each kind of person if yes. you're a person who wants to read everything they got you if you just want to look at the cool artifacts you can do that too if you have kids they have things for your children to do and i thought mm-hmm. that was really smart on their part mm-hmm. so i think it was well thought out just maybe a few things to adjust mm-hmm. to make it a truly memorable and super magical experience but it's still amazing to celebrate 100 years of yeah. just magic 100 years of the company yeah. incredible so, I guess the question is, are we going to go to D23 and see the rest of the artifacts uh-huh. that they're going to have on display this year? I think we should let everybody else decide. Should we go? I don't know. You tell us, people. Brandon, are you going? <laughs> You're still in the air, we'll right? see. I'm still in the air. i got to get permission from work first. So. And B and I can't decide if we can handle I mean, yeah. We were almost taken out I by a day it. in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, see, I was... I was fine. You were fine. Yeah. I feel like if it wasn't raining, I would have been okay. But yeah. like that cold rain was like chilling my bones yeah. and yeah. I was aching. Y'all, yeah. I, I think I could do it. Here's um, something else that I have a little bit of a gripe uh-oh. about. Is that when we booked these tickets, they were showing, and I know that they do this, but I'm still a little like mm, about it. They were showing that they were sold out for earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. So we had to book the mid-afternoon mm-hmm. tickets for the to get five of because there were going to be five of us going there ended up being four of us going but then come to find out uh, and and on the website it only went till like mid-january for the ticket sales Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Come to find out, it's actually going to run through, it said, till spring of 2024. Wow. So through winter of 2024. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot more tickets because one of the persons in our party said, hey, we could get tickets for earlier. Well, we had already purchased our tickets. But right. it was like, oh, man, I wish we would have known that there were going to be more dates. Because I think we all were under the assumption that we only have a few weeks to actually see this exhibit yeah. before it closes. So that's part of the reason I have to defend myself. Why <laughs> I chose a Saturday right before Christmas to go see this exhibit in Chicago. Well, you gotta kind of got to go with everybody else's calendar calendar too yeah you know yeah. so mm-hmm. don't be mad at us people. but we could have gone in january or february or maybe even march if they're still open mm-hmm. yeah. but hey we have kansas city starting in may which yes. is the one i recommend and i'm yeah. i'm even ju- interested in going yeah. again to really now take my time and see it and mm-hmm. maybe we'll make just, a bigger day out of it we'll just hitch a ride with craig yeah. yes <laughs> yes <laughs> and make him like all of us yes craig is definitely going in to the kansas city location mm-hmm. so if you have any other further questions feel free to reach out to us and let us know we'll be happy to share our experiences we'll post maybe a few photos but we don't want to yeah. post all of them we don't want to give things away well, I think that pretty much covers our experience at Disney 100, the exhibition. Again, big thank you to Disney for letting Becky Klein come on to the show and to tell us about this exhibition. It's definitely the main reason, I think, why we all wanted to go mm-hmm. is hearing about how wonderful it is. And it, it did not disappoint when it came to the artifacts that were shown. Mm-hmm. Kudos to Becky and her team for putting together something really magical. We really did enjoy it. And I'm looking forward to maybe seeing again. If this is your first listen to Beyond the Mouse, you can find us on other episodes of Beyond the Mouse podcast on Spotify, on, let's see, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast. And you can also interact with us on the Beyond the Mouse podcast pals group. Then again, if you have questions, feel free to post a question in that group. We're happy to interact with you and share our photos and answer any questions that you might have. But I think that just about does it for us. Before we go, any final thoughts will go to you be bonner me okay uh i just want to say thank you to disney for all the magic and i'm just excited to see where life keeps taking them you know really a just a in a innovator and just you know just really magical and i'm excited for you all to go see the exhibit let us know what you think yeah definitely tell us what you think if you go see it brandon yeah you know i I totally, you know, with all the criticisms we talked about, this is recommended. It's worth your money. It's worth your time. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just at a different location, depending on what your preferences are. But no, like you said, B, you know, in the opening video that we all watched mm-hmm. in the room together, you know, it said, you know, Disney created the soundtrack of our lives. And it's really true. Yes. As you walk mm-hmm. through that museum and the exhibit and you see all those artifacts, you're like, man, my, you know, my pop culture life has been defined so much by Disney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. you walk through all those things, it just brings back so many memories. You know, the, the park area brought back to my first visit to the park, which Aww. I can't believe was almost a year ago. Yeah. Um, and so, and so, yeah, it's just, you leave feeling good. Yeah. And they're going to mm-hmm. keep being the soundtrack of life for generations and generations to come. So that's really special. Yeah. There, there's this moment where Walt is talking to you and I take everything so personally. <laughs> he said something like, what we do as a company is, I'm paraphrasing here, but is just simple. We just keep innovating. We just keep moving yes. forward. And I'm like, if Walt can do it, then I can do it. I can just keep moving forward too. Do you need a tissue right now? Yeah. No, I've got my sleeve. 
<laughs> and then he snaps his finger and he disappears and I started crying. And Vanessa and was a mess after that. I was. I was. Yeah. But yes, Brandon, I'm glad you said it is recommended. Mm-hmm. I do recommend you go mm-hmm. see it. I prefer Kansas City. If you can't go and Chicago's all you got, then then go maybe on a weekday. You'll still have a good time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, that does it for us for Beyond the Mouse. I'm Vanessa. I'm B. And I'm Brandon. And we'll see you real soon in the front row of the Disney 100, the exhibition in Kansas City. With tissue for Vanessa. Yes. We'll all be straggling along behind the mayor. Yes. There you go. There we go. <laughs>